Hello and welcome to CP Speaks. I'm your host, Adeolo Adeferasen, and today I want to talk about conforming to God. You know, so often we talk about it, the Bible says, do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. And so we need to get to a place about getting, being able to really think like God, to be able to have thoughts and be able to align ourselves with the thoughts of God and focus ourselves on that which God wants to see equipped and manifest in this earth and let it reflect the kingdom of heaven. But how do we get there? And one thing God has been showing me the importance of really is being able to focus on him. There is an essence and an importance to vision and aligning with vision as God has given it. So often God will give somebody a vision and you believe in the vision, you are hungry to achieve the vision, but yet you find yourself not fully conforming to the pattern of God to fulfill the vision. Because we have a tendency as human beings to get very distracted by what is physical and evidence around us and it makes you not want to align with God fully or to think that there is another way or a better way a way that you can do things for God and not be completely in God's will we almost want to be able to protect ourselves while still stepping out and God wants us to get to a place where we're able to truly lean into him into what he has purpose for us, for us, what he is creating for us, what he desires for us to do, and not be so lost or distracted by what it is that is happening around us or what situations may look like or circumstances or doing things the way other people are doing them. You know, there are certain things that God wants his people to lean in and understand. And I want to read quickly from the passage of Revelations 3, verses 14 to 21. The Bible says, Write this letter to the angel of the church of Lydosia. This is the message from the one who is the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's new creation. I know all the things you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other, but since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot or cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich. I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. And you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. So I advise you to buy gold from me, gold that has been purified by fire. Then you'll be rich. Also buy white garments from me so you will not be ashamed of your nakedness and an ointment for your eyes so that you'll be able to see. I correct and discipline everyone I love, so be diligent and turn from your indifference. Look, I stand before the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sit with my father on his throne. And it's funny, God has really been highlighting and pushing the importance of stepping into his vision in full measure. There is no half measure with walking in alignment with God. You know, one thing that the Bible immediately goes on to say in that scripture is, God does not want us to be hanging somewhere in the middle. He would rather you were hot or cold than you were lukewarm. And so often what we find ourselves doing is, in this walk with Christ and this desire to try and live a godly life and do what it is God is calling us to do, and walk in the full alignment with him, we do things in half measure. Because we don't want to fully leave what is our comfort zone 
in case what God asks us to do is not as comfortable as we desire or believe we require for it to be. Or we don't want to step out of our comfort zone in case what God said just doesn't work out. But we also don't want to be said to not be obedient to God. So, you know, you'll do something that God told you to do, but you'll kind of hold on to something else just as an in case, as a plan B, as a backup to God's plan. And so often we do that and we have convinced ourselves it's very human nature that that is more than enough that is required to see God's will perfected in our life. And because of that, when things don't manifest, we find a way or we have justified ourselves to be able to blame God for things not working out. Not realizing that things are not working out because we did not move in the full authority of God. We did not show full obedience to God. We tried to play a mind game with God where God tells you to do something, you'll do part of it and tell God, well, I listened to you. I was all in with you, but we were never really all in. And God wants people who will be fully all in for him and what he has called us to do. Because he said that if you are neither hot nor cold, if you are lukewarm, I will spit you out. People who do things in half measure, it is a detestable thing to God. If he is saying he will spit you out, it means that he cannot and chooses not to and will not be able to accommodate that. One thing that you need to realize is that God is smarter than we are. We cannot manipulate him. And people with the mentality to try and manipulate God will offend him. God would literally rather somebody said, I do not stand for this God. I am fully against him. Then somebody tried to play both sides. We look at that. We see people who don't know how to measure up in both spaces and try to live um, in alignment with both sides of God, but not um, both for God and against God. You look at that with Judas, you know, people that did not fully align with what they said. And so when somebody God prefers it that you completely say, I completely stand against him. You grow cold than to be lukewarm. You see examples of that with someone like Paul. Paul was so on fire. He was so against God. He was ready to do anything, to kill everybody that believed in Jesus. He detested that. And God said, I see somebody who is committed to that which he says he believes. And because of that, I will transform his mind. So he no longer conforms to the pattern of this world. I will show him revelation because I believe that I can use somebody like like Saul. I believe I can use somebody like him who will be so committed because when he buys into something, he buys into it full measure. And so God does not want people who go hot, who go lukewarm as opposed to being hot or cold. And we have to learn to be fully committed to God when it comes to things like that. It is a necessity for aligning with the kingdom of God is that we do not do things in half measure goes on to say that look i stand at the door and knock if you hear my voice and open the door i will come in and i'll sit with you and we'll eat together as friends so often what happens is if you get caught up in the religious idea of doing god because you have not fully aligned with his his value system with his law with his words with his dictates with his mandates with his morals with his value system that he is trying to pour into you and what you're trying to do is circumvent certain things you hang with god but you do not have a relationship with him you find yourself in this place where you are claiming god but you are not walking with god and god does not sit with you and so god says i want somebody who will welcome me fully into their heart who will not miss me but goes out because there are too many people who are proclaiming my name but they do not know me and i do not know them and he needs people who are going to be able to discern the difference between 
living a life that is aligned with the things of the world and a life that's aligned with the things of God. Because what we have a tendency to do because our wisdom is so minimal and so skewed is we see success and we determine it by the values of man. And so when you are succeeding in the flesh, you can completely miss out on your relationship with God because you interpreted your earthly success as meaning that you had a successful relationship with God. And God wants us to know that we have to be full measure with him. We cannot be able to begin to this place of just defining our success or defining when we are doing well according to the way the world defines it. Because the moment you do that, you miss out on God. And the worst thing about it is when you're missing God and you don't know you're missing God because you're never trying to fix something if you don't think it's broken. And God is saying, I would rather you know that you have missed it because then you will try to deal with it, to pour yourself into me. But if you are living this life where you are highly successful and you have decided, well, that must mean that God approves of everything I'm doing. He's blessing my works of my hand, right? So I'm good, but you're not seeking relationship with him because you haven't taken time to understand the way that God thinks or the way God sees or what God is asking to trying to pull out of you. And God needs you to get to a place of being full throttle with him. One of my greatest learnings of late has really been this idea that half obedience is still disobedience. See, half obedience does not unlock your miracle. It allays you of your guilt. And so we are often living in this thing we're going or moving in half obedience and we are comfortable that okay i've done what god told me to do so i'm okay and so we don't feel any weight of guilt but there's no progress or prospering in our life we are not moving forward i mean you look at king saul king saul didn't have that relationship with god that let him realize when he was missing it he moved in half obedience samuel told him to wait before he gives the offering and instead of waiting before giving the offering he was waiting and then he got anxious and he decided he'll do it his way so he gave a sacrifice to god but he didn't do it the way god wanted him to give the sacrifice and he tried to justify it by the reasons for which he did it but really he was letting himself be led by fear and so he moved in half obedience and that act of half obedience ruined everything for him that act of half obedience is this is the thing that completely took him from a place where there was time for him to go he could no longer be king and so he didn't realize what he had done to mess up in that moment he had settled something that meant that he could no longer carry the anointing of god and so when you move in half obedience you're really moving in disobedience you're just trying to allay your guilt and king saul did not realize that king saul was so caught up with himself and what things should look like and getting things done for the appearance of other people that he would do the thing that appeared godly to man, but completely and utterly lacked God because it was not what God wanted it to be done or how God wanted it to be done. And then the other example I have is Abram, while he was Abram before he became Abraham, moved in half obedience. In the book of Genesis 12, and I'll, I'll just read the first four verses. It says, The Lord said to Abram, Leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land where I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed, and Lot went with him. 
what you don't realize is Abram's act of disobedience or half obedience held him in a position of movement without progress. Abram did not prosper. Abraham did not prosper until him and Lot separated. God told him that he should leave his native country, leave his relatives and his father's family. And instead, he decided to leave. So yes, he obeyed that part of what God had said, but he did not obey the leave your relatives and your father's family because he went with his nephew Lot. And so he did not understand. He thought, well, I mean, I'm trying to reason things and do things what makes sense, right? And I am being told to go on this journey. How am I supposed to do it on my own? I'm an old man. I'm 75 years old. It goes on in the rest of verse um, verse 4 to say, Abraham was 75 years old when he left him, when he left Haran. He was 75 years old. He was old. He needed help to do it. So he justified going with Lot. But the thing is that God had told him to leave his, his family. And he so- continued to act or miss out on things that God was doing until he came to this revelation that, look, we have too much stock between us, myself and Lot, let's separate. And when he separated and fully aligned with what God had called him, you see, Lot picked the land that looked like the more prosperous land. But because Abraham and Abraham slash Abraham had the word on top of him that this are the things that would happen when you leave your native land, you leave your relatives, you leave your father's family. Once you do those things, I will unlock things in your life. I will birth generations through you and I will bless people through you and people will be blessed because of you. Since Lot had chosen the more what looked like the most fruitful land, the moment that Abraham separated himself from Lot, he unlocked the miracle because he went from half obedience, which is the same as disobedience, into full obedience. And all of a sudden, God could do what he had said he would do because God's word is there hanging over you. And you're saying that God is failing at his word, yet you are not aligning with his word. The Bible says his word will not return to him void. Therefore, you must return to him his word. The way in which Abraham was to return the word of God back to him was to act on the word of God, was to live out the word of God. But he only lived out half of the word of God. And until he lived it out in fullness, he could not see the manifestation of it. And so we have to get to a place where we are learning to be bold and to fully align with God. Abraham was scared of going on his own he felt he was ill-equipped to do it on his own not realizing by going on his own he was really going with god but what he did was he he dethroned god and said the person that i will consider my helper will be lot and so he missed out on what god had had for him until he fully aligned and so god is saying that i want my people to follow me fully i do not want you to be um, lukewarm i want you to be hot or to be cold i want you to be fully with me or fully against me but i want you to be fully whatever you are because when you are fully whatever you are when i see a full commitment then i trust your heart but to have a lukewarm heart means that you do not stand somewhere and someone who does not stand somewhere someone who does not have a firm foundation something doesn't have a full set foundation of where it is they stand or a rock by which they put their faith in cannot be trusted because then there's a lack of commitment evident in your life god needs committed people so when god asks you to do something you do not say i will do it but i'm going to hold on to something else god wants to know that you are willing to let go of all you have or all you've had to align with all he has for you and that's the only way you're going to see it 
God is teaching to me about fully conforming to him. No longer conforming to, conforming to the patterns of this world, but fully aligning with the thought pattern of heaven and with the kingdom of God. And the only way to do that is by letting go of the patterns of the world. You cannot do both. Thank you and God bless.